0: not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Hey, want to welcome everyone back to this week's episode of The Why Behind You and our focus and topic around fear. And I want to set a little bit of an expectation of this week's episode, just how we're going to engage in one, what is fear, Two, just an overarching discussion around what causes fear and how this can have a a strong impact on how you approach a common situation or how you actually navigate through a common situation. And then the third thing, our focus is really what impact that fear can have on you as an individual and, uh, and, and addressing any situation that you're in, whether it's navigating through it or whether it's overcoming it and coming out the other end and bettering yourself. So as we begin to dive into the, the topic of fear, and we talk about, you know, what is fear? If you look at the definition of fear, fear can be looked at in two, from two different perspectives. Uh, one definition says it's to be afraid of something or uh, likely as to be dangerous, painful, or threatening. Now I'd like to take a step back and look at it from a less obvious standpoint than a physical threat. Let's look at it from a mental constraint uh, threat and how often we actually psych ourselves out. And it may be because of a previous traumatic experience it may be from a just a, another varying uh, experience where it's something that's a little bit less aggressive than a trauma, but it may be something that you just didn't. It was not optimal and it really caused some some mental constraints or some mental inhibitions that have not left uh, left you. And you, you just continue to hold on to those in every scenario. And in your mind, you say, what if what if what if and you don't know. So that hinders you and holds you back. Another way to look at it is a feeling of anxiety concerning the outcome of something. So once again, going back to that mental constraint that you end up placing on yourself. So when I think about that and I was thinking about what is fear for me personally, when I think about what is fear when I've had moments where I've been worried about something, I have uh, just, you know, it, it didn't necessarily stop me from trying it, but it may have taken me a bit longer to actually make that first step well i created an acronym for myself around fear as being something that is a framework for exploiting atypical realities and when i think about that that acronym of fear i think about how my mindset can guide me to a certain point of clarity or it can navigate me to a point of psychological misconceptions and i keep sitting and i think wow this is the experience I had before, or this is something that has held me back before, or I had great plans and great ideas, and I prepared a certain way, and I ended up not succeeding in what I wanted to do. So now that I'm approaching it again, it is something that is is weighing in the back of my mind nonstop. And I'll give you a great example uh, when my uh, I started in my career in a previous uh, company years ago, and I'd made it to a certain point, and I was. I was continuously trying to get promoted and you know you keep hearing the things hey you're doing all the right things you're you're you know you're attacking these interviews and you're preparing for them but interview after interview after interview I was continuously passed up on and at a certain point I felt that it was me that was continuously failing every step of the way I'm doing what I was told but I wasn't executing it the right way and it just really made me fall to a point mentally where I said I'm not going to continue doing this. If they want me, then they're going to have to come to me and they're going to have to, you know, position that opportunity in front of me. And that's it, because I'd I'd reached a point where all the previous, I'll say it in my mind, previous failures of one interview after the next, not going through nine interview processes and still was not where I wanted to be then something wasn't wasn't right and that created a mental constraint or a mental anxiety for myself that I just wasn't cutting in and I wasn't there and wasn't prepared but you know as I look back over time and I look back at how I positioned myself in those scenarios and then also the point of view of the people that I was competing against or the people that I was interviewing with then I I begin to notice that there were some common things that all came together, and it wasn't just one specific thing. But when I look back at it, I had become so like just tired of the fact that I wasn't getting where I was trying to go, and I was having all the reoccurring, um, you know, support and the encouraging words, but just not the encouraging actions, and that limited me from actually taking the next step moving beyond that point until I got out of that crutch. However, we'll all hit points like that. All right. So that's not something to run from. That's something to, to embrace. And each time you look at it, and each time that you actually experience something that doesn't come out the way you want it to come out, you figure out what it is that you, what it is you need to learn from there and you keep moving forward. Winston Churchill once said, success is the ability to go from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm, and I'll tell you, in that process, after interview after interview after interview, you know, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth interview processes, I still hadn't lost my enthusiasm. I just I just figured it wasn't my time, and I hit a point where after about the ninth interview process, I did kind of lose a little bit of enthusiasm. So that was a time for me to actually step back, reset. And figure out hey I obviously need to do something different and I I began to move forward and luckily and and with preparation and 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 patience and all those things things fell right in the line but along the way I kept gaining and getting more and more experience and more and more um, um, figuring out ways of how not to do certain things and how to enhance other things that I was doing to make it just that much better but You know, I wanted to dive into a little bit when you talk about fear, because at that point I had a fear of I'm going to go for another interview. I'm going to put a lot of energy and and time into preparing for this and then I'm not going to get it. So I had a fear of it was a waste of time. I had a fear that I wasn't really presenting myself the right way. So I started doubting myself and my ability in certain instances. But, you know, I was actually doing a little bit of uh, a little reading and, and it was just amazing to stumble upon this article. It was actually updated in October of this year, but uh talk around psychology behind fear. And you know, when you think about fear in general, fear can be broken into um, two different responses or divided into two different responses. So one is a biochemical uh, response, which is typically a very universal thing. So regardless of the individual, your, your body, it, we've all heard of the fight or flight response. So your body's going to have natural reactions and it's like a survival mechanism. So you may start uh, sweating. You may, you know, tense up. You may, you know, be at a loss of words. You may just have the, all those physical biochemical responses that, that just are Universal they're going to happen when you develop a fear regardless of what that fear is it could be a fear because of a traumatic experience as I discussed earlier or it could be a fear from an anxiety standpoint of you don't like public speaking you don't like getting up in front of people and I was talking with a friend earlier this week that mentioned something around that of speaking in front of groups makes this person very very challenged and very very um very very nervous so that happens right so regardless of what the scenario may be your fear is a is a root cause that may be generated from a lot of different angles and as i mentioned i'm just going to be very broad stroke with that uh, that topic or that discussion and not go into a lot of different details because that can go into so many different uh, different ways. But the second uh, response that, uh, that fear can be divided into is an emotional response. And that is highly individualized to the person. So, you know, you, those things may vary dramatically. And as I just alluded into just a little bit a second ago, of you may have an anxiety of speaking in front of people you may have a fear of losing control or losing power you may have a fear of you know spiders i don't like spiders snakes don't bother me at all um so you may have a fear of a lot of different things but that may be highly individualized to you and and from an emotional standpoint that goes down to the person it's it's totally different it's not something that's universal, but that your body's going to react a certain way, that your mind's going to react a certain way. That is more specific to what specific example uh, is causing you to have fear. So once again, when I think about fear in and of itself, I think about the fact that the traumatic event may happen. The, this, the, the experience can be what it is. And then it's over. Right. But then we look at how long does it linger? How long does it last? Okay. so now we're transitioning into we've talked about what is fear. We've talked about some simple overarching thoughts of what can cause fear. And that is a wide array of things. But now we're looking at what's the aftermath of fear. All right. And how fear can lead into the failure are even leading to your success, so <clears throat> it's housed in your mind. So when you when you have a, a a previous fear that is continuously playing over and over, and it causes you hesitation, it causes you to 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 be very slow to act, or it causes you not to act at all. Then that is where the the foundation or the root or the potential beginning of failure can set into place, or it can be the potential route or beginning of where success begins. And what I mean by that is when you look at, let's say you, you have a fear of speaking in front of, pub, uh, in front of people uh, or public speaking, then if you know that that is the part of the next job or the next role or the next thing that you want to do, and you're not good at it, but this is something that you're going to have to do, Well, until you make a concerted effort to try to overcome that fear, how do you do that? Well, you start taking public speaking classes. You start speaking in front of groups. You start learning tactics of how to speak in front of groups and how to help minimize your anxiety or minimize your fear of being in front of that group. How to feel a little bit more natural. And that only comes over time. But just like anything, when we are planning or wanting to become better or become experts at something, then our focus has to be on the continual effort, the continual practice, and the continual execution of that action day in, day out, and practicing at it until we become great at it. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, we have to put ourselves in a zone of uncomfort, and uncomfortable you know feelings until that that becomes comfortable but we don't begin to do that or we don't begin to get better at that until we place ourselves there and until we find a way to work ourselves out um so when i think about failure and how that can set in Henry Ford once said, failure is only the opportunity to begin again, only this time more wisely. If we allow fear to set in and be an excuse for why we don't do well, or be an excuse for why we don't start, or be an excuse of why we're going to fail, and we haven't tried it yet, but if we actually allow that to be our excuse, then we absolutely will fail. And that's one of many ways that fear can actually drive us to failure. Now, when we take a flip side to that and we actually look at what do we learn? How can we learn from what we've actually been experienced and exposed to? How do we actually push ourselves into that area from being in an uncomfortable situation to becoming comfortable. And let's not be uh, be confused here. A lot of times you can move from a state of uncomfortable um, nature to a comfortable nature by just continuous practice. But it's just like the short game in golf. When you don't use it, you lose it. You can fall back into an uh, an arena of being uncomfortable with something if you don't continuously her practice at it or you don't continuously expose yourself to it because then you've lost the touch. You've lost the feel for it. Now, as we move into, once again, we're all about being progressive. We're all about being successful. We're all about making tomorrow better than we were today. That is where that fear, you take a step back and you continue to expose yourself to it just a little bit here and there, just a little bit more each day or each week until it becomes a little less fearful for you, a little bit less uncomfortable for you. If you are an individual that hates public speaking, start small, talking in smaller groups of people. Start exposing yourself. If you're a person that is not necessarily um, a social butterfly and you're a recluse and you uh, are like to close yourself off, start making it a goal to, be, to meet one new person um, a week or one new person every couple of days. Start putting yourself in situations where it's a bit uncomfortable, but it kind of helps to evolve that aspect of it. If it's something that you need to improve upon to once again, help you be more successful, help you be more progressive, and help you to develop and grow. There are many things we can sit and talk about that are weaknesses that we may have. And you have to ask yourself, are they weaknesses because you fear being exposed to it are they weaknesses because you fear what the outcome is going to be the next time because of previous experiences are they weaknesses because you're just not good at them that's okay that's totally fine because as i mentioned in a previous episode we're not going to be great at everything we do and that's fine but don't let the fear and once again what did i say fear fear was uh the acronym i created a framework for exploiting atypical realities we often put ourselves in a mental state of mind that something is going to be worse or something is worse than it actually is i'll tell you when i played football and and uh, on the collegiate level and i would sit there every single game and i would i would have butterflies in my stomach before the game started and then i go out the first snap takes place and i'm in the mix i'm, I'm moving forward and all of that is gone. I've shaken off the cobwebs, so to speak, as we used to say. So you think about that when you're in that role or in that job doing what you're doing. How often is it you've worked yourself up to a point of anxiousness or a point of nervousness? And then once you get into the mix of it, you're you're on you're up and running. Always keep that in mind. Think about those experiences as well, because those are very often forgotten compared to the times where you've been overly anxious and overly nervous. That's always sticking in your head. So our focus and our goal as individuals, as we're talking about the, 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 the focus on how we overcome our fears and how we be progressive, take every single experience that you've had, every single uh, experience, both good and both suboptimal, and look at why you feel those were the way they were. Don't let that be a place that is the seed of fear because that fear that you have began to grow is only being watered by your mental capacity or your mental complacency or your mental limitations that you're putting on yourself. That's the watering of that seed of fear. And you don't wanna take it there, you wanna come out of that. You want to you don't want that seed of fear to continue to be watered by those mental constraints. And then that causes you to fall into a place of failure or a place of complacency. Now, Dennis Waitley once said failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker. Failure is delay, not defeat. It is a temporary detour, not a dead end. Failure is something we can avoid only by saying nothing doing nothing and being nothing think about that if you put yourself in a state of mind that failure is only temporary or fear is only temporary and reflect on every experience that you've had leading to that point and use those to help like to help fuel your fire use those to help re-educate yourself use those to help to evolve into a better you into a more powerful you into a more confident you and that's where that potential pitfall for failure due to the fear of a previous experience or a previous um, scenario becomes now the fuel for you to drive to success Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt the topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions to you at thewhybehindyou.org. And you can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at The Why Behind You. I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Why Behind You.